Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WGR Sports Radio 550. It's time to take a look inside high school sports. Now, here's your host, Tony Caligieri. Inside High School Sports is brought to you by Minio and Sapio Italian Sausage. Taste the difference quality makes. Good morning and welcome to Inside High School Sports. I'm your host, Tony Caligiuri, along with Mr. Roger Weiss. And we are go- we are joined in studio by state champion climber Sherman Panama football team. Coach Ty Harper has brought his boys in this morning. We're going to talk to them in just a little bit and celebrate their state championship. Of course, today is also the big banquet that Dick Gallagher puts on. In fact, that's where our Tom Prince is right now helping Dick out. I hope everyone had a wonderful Christmas as I did. Uh, feeling healthier and healthier every week, Raj. This thing is, is kind of slowly taking its time. I think I got about another month left from what I'm being told. So how was your Christmas, buddy? Oh, fine. Santa Claus as usual. She was pretty good to me. You mean he brought you coal? <laughs> she. She? She was pretty good to me. Okay. Uh, by the way, what are you... Uh, Sucking up for what's this, Mister Roger? All of a sudden, I'm just being nice for a change. For a change, okay. As long as you emphasize for a change. No, and thank if you, you. If you don't behave, I'll chastise you during the break. You know how that goes. Oh, why, why wait till break? <laughs> oh, no, come on now. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all you listeners. Uh, enjoy being here. Hope your holiday season was, other than not being white, which hey, for, that was okay which with me. For a lot of people, that's a good thing. Yeah, uh, I don't complain. 50-degree weather? That's that. great. Gee, there were motorcycles out on Christmas Day, Anthony. That's awesome. That brought back some memories of one year. I remember I rode uh, at least a couple of days every month out of the year, and mm. it was amazing. Uh, anything for news and notes, Raj? I have one thing, and uh, we definitely deserve to give credit to. Uh, our good friend, the uh, athletic director at the Kenmore uh, East and West High Schools, Brett Banker, he received a... I guess you could call it a non-athletic award and tribute. If you notice, they have a, in a Sunday paper. They have uh, business people who are, uh, you know, given recognition for sure. accomplishments. He got one from the National Interscholastic Athletic Administration Association. Say that three times real fast. I can't even say it once. <laughs> he was recognized for earning his cert- certification as a master athletic administrator. He had to demonstrate exemplary knowledge, contributions, and ongoing professional development in the field of interscholastic administration. I know he's a big fan of the uh, Inside High School Sports Radio Show. He always thanks me every time I see him for giving the kids recognition. He's probably listening. So, Brett, Great once guy. again, congratulations. Congratulations, Brett. Uh, well-deserved, well-deserved. Uh, I think next month we're going to have some news regarding uh, the uh, – get an update, let's say, on the banning of youth football. Oh, uh, you had to bring that up. Oh. I know. It gets me fired up as well. Uh, spoke to Ray Turpin, and we're hoping to have some 
uh, news as to where we are as far as progress is going and things that we are doing to fight this ridiculous ban. I think it's uh, either next week or the week after the subcommittee will vote. And uh, as I said before, they have. It looks like they have the votes to uh, kick this up to the state, in which the state lawmakers will vote, and uh, hopefully it gets voted down. So contact your senators and your assemblymen and voice your concern. You know, save youth football. Okay. One more thing, or actually two quick things, I want to bring up under news and notes. Last week we uh, uh, were talking about Danielle Haskell. Yeah. And. Uh, whether uh, you know her viral infection would uh, hamper her as far as getting uh, breaking the uh, state all-time career scoring record, well, uh, obviously she recovered. Uh, I think she averaged over forty points in the two games down at Olean, uh, and I did the arithmetic, not the math, the I arithmetic. Know, she, assuming that they play a twenty uh, twenty-one game schedule, being twenty games and at least one playoff game. She would have 15 games left. She would have to average 16 points a game to break that record. For Danielle, it's probably a half 16 points. So very doable. Very doable. The other thing I want to bring up, Tom Prince last week uh, alluded to Cortina Smith from Hutch Tech. Mm -hmm. And I talked about City Honors last week. They played uh, North Tonawanda and Tonawanda in the Tonawanda basketball tournament yesterday. Both Hutch Tech and City Honors won the semifinals. Right. So they will be playing Monday night at Tonawanda High School head-to-head. Not too many girls games going on Monday for you girl basketball junkies out there. Tonawanda High School Monday evening would be the place to be. Oh, you! I forgot to mention you had mentioned uh, Brett Baker, Ken West uh, in a tight game over Ken Easton. Boys basketball looked like that was a nail biter going back and forth. Great game. Those are way all the games should be that way. Yeah, they should. They should. All right, our G and G Fitness Coach of the Week. If you would like to nominate a coach, simply go to LiveFit.com, nominate the coach. Tell us why you are nominating that coach, and congratulations. This week's winner, New Fane Wrestling Coach Matt Lingle. They are off to a three and zero start in league matches. Fourteen and three overall. Winners of two out of three tournaments. So New Fane Wrestling making some noise uh, this year. Dennis DePaul is paying attention to that. I guarantee. Oh, you. absolutely. A lot of uh, wrestling fans. And I want to uh, give you a program update. Speaking of wrestling, we are going to have Matt O'Rourke on. Uh, pretty soon. Center Court cannot make it until the 18th, so we've got him locked up for that day. We apologize. We wanted to get to boys basketball a lot sooner than that, but uh, Center Court, he loves coming on the show, and I don't want to take that away from him, so we're going to do that on the 18th. We are going to have in the upcoming weeks uh, boys hockey, girls hockey, and wrestling, so that's all coming up in the next few weeks. You know, I know it's wintertime, but these weeks are going to go by fast. And I tell you, you have the, the four weeks in January. Are you just about tied up right now with what you said between wrestling, girls hockey, boys hockey, uh, boys basketball? And I suppose if we don't get bowling in there, we're going to hear about it from Coach Kaplan. Yeah, he, but he by that time, upset. it's February, and we got to start updating you on uh, you know the basketball, the possible seating is, and all that. It goes by fast, and you think it's going by fast now, guys? 
you in studio, wait till you get to be my age. And we're about, what, Look the sec- out. second week of February is the seedings, right around there? Uh, it's usually the, it around the second the, week. It might be the third because of the calendar, the oh, okay. way the calendar falls. But, uh, yeah, it's just like that. Uh, you know, once these holiday tournaments get done and most of the non-league basketball schedules will be complete, now you're getting into predominantly league games. These are the games that uh, set up the PowerPoints to see where you're seated in the playoffs. And, you know, seating can be crucial when it depends on getting to Buff State and or, I'll say, Ken West or Clarence, depending on where the girls play their semis. They only play finals at Buff State. They don't do semis at Buff State. And then this year, the girls' semis, the Far West Regionals, excuse me, will be in Probably Brockport, somewhere in Section 5, but the boys' Far West Regionals will be at Buff State. All right, great. All right, as I mentioned, we have Clymer Sherman Panama football team in studio, state champions again. And uh, joining us right now is head coach Ty Harper. Coach, good morning. Welcome to the program again. <laughs> good morning. Thanks for having us. Oh, it's our pleasure. We love celebrating state champions. Now, I guess the, the uh, first question I have for you you win the championship last year. You got target on your back this year, plus high expectations. What were you telling your team going into training camp this year? How did you keep their heads focused? Well, I think, I think the kids really did a great job themselves of uh, of focusing on a new set of goals. And uh, the biggest question that that we were getting probably starting in December of last year was, you know, can can you do it again? Can you repeat? And, uh, you know, we just tried to stay focused on, on getting better every week. We had a lot of pieces to replace, um, the entire starting offensive line, uh, our front seven on defense. So, you know, we, we had our hands full in, ter- in terms of uh, getting ourselves prepared for the season, and we just took a week-by-week approach to things, and the kids did a great job. With that much turnover as a coach, how did you feel going into training camp? Yeah, I think I think we were optimistic with the pieces that we had coming back. We had some really, uh, really accomplished players coming back. Um, but at the same time, any you know, anytime you lose as many talented kids as as we graduated uh, from last season, um, there were holes to fill, and uh, you know, we had to work as hard as we could as a coaching staff to uh, to get guys ready. And uh, you know, during camp, we, uh, you know, we we worked really hard every day in August to to try and put together a two deep and. We had some younger guys filling in, and, and they did a great job. And the, the veteran players kind of showed the way of, of how things should be done. And uh, it all came together for us. Well, if you think about it, your your backups last year that stepped into starting roles, look who they faced in practice every week. Sure. The guys who were starting who won a state championship. So obviously it's, it made them better. And it kind of snowball effects, and you keep doing that, and that's how you build a program year after year because those younger guys are getting the the, the really important reps against guys who are experienced and who have excelled sure yeah I, I think the uh, the foundation of our program really has been has been competition and um you know getting guys to compete year-round um whether it's you know other sports that they play a lot of our guys play basketball or wrestle uh run track in the spring or, or baseball uh so we've got a lot of really well-rounded athletes and um you know we've, we've been fortunate the last couple of years we've got guys that you know, want to start getting after it in the springtime. We did a lot of seven-on-seven work this past year. We were in, I think, three or four different tournaments. We do a seven-on-seven league. 
Um, so I think, again, like you said, that, that com- competition that, uh, that we've been able to cultivate uh, with our kids, not just at practice but year-round, I think is, has really paid dividends for us. Did, after winning the championship, uh, your first championship, did you notice an increase in kids that wanted to come out and play? Um, our numbers have been pretty steady the last few years, but the, the big difference that I've seen uh, is with uh, the younger kids in school. I think we've got a lot of middle school age kids that are excited about football. Um, we run a youth camp for kids aged uh, grades three through eight in uh, in the summertime, and we had uh, our best participation that we've ever had. I think we had close to 50 kids uh, this year for our, our summer camp, and I think the, the largest group that we had before that was like 35 so i think with the with the younger kids um football certainly becoming more popular and that's great to see uh did you hear that new york state uh, did you hear what coach just said keep that in mind roger no i was just curious uh i guess it'd be a two-part question number one what was your reaction when you found out about both frewsburg and maple grove this year Going to uh, eight man, eight man, eight man football. Yeah, Blevins. Yeah, okay. I before E after. Okay. Anyway, and uh, number two, uh, what does that look like next year, both for their schools and how your school with the combined, you know, three schools? Is there any updates on that? Uh, is it up in the air? Should I have kept my big mouth shut? Uh, <laughs> no, just like I say, the thing is, that I told you shocked trouble. me. Shocked me when uh, you know, Frewsburg and Maple Grove. Wasn't there some way they could combine? Do they dislike each other that much? You know, I don't know. You know, I could go on and on. Inquiring minds want to know. Yeah. Roger so Lewis. you know, in a nutshell, if you could take an answer that would take you two hours and about thirty <laughs> seconds, we would appreciate it. Well, I I can't speak for those programs, uh, but I know that for us, um, you know, I, I think that we're kind of the blueprint now for for successfully merging uh, football programs, and it hasn't been an easy process, but. Um, we've had a lot of people work really hard. Uh, the guys sitting at this table, uh, certainly a huge part of that. Uh, but but even you know our administrators, our athletic directors, our transportation people. I think we've we've kind of worked the kinks out here where um, going to eight man football for us would would be taking five steps backwards. Um, you know I I think that if you give kids um, their choice, I, I think that most kids would prefer to play the eleven man game and. Um, you know, merging didn't didn't work out for those two districts, and I can't speak on their behalf to say why it didn't work out. But um, CSP is here to stay. We're not we're not going anywhere. That's good news. Absolutely good news. So you mentioned two gentlemen that are sitting here. We have assistant coaches Chris Payne and Dave uh, Bottomer. Guys, I want to ask you guys, uh, you know, as assistants, you know, Coach Harper mentioned uh, the amount of work that you had to put in as, uh, you know, getting the kids ready. Uh, what extra steps did you guys take as assistants in coaching uh, positions? Well, I was the, uh, I'm the old line coach and the defensive coach, so I had a lot of, lot no, of we need to hang out. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of holes Why, to fill because as if you're far old as that goes. Defense. defense. Oh, I thought because uh, yeah. you were saying something about him being old. Shame <laughs> on no, you. No, that's well. his brother, Frank. Yeah, he's old. <laughs> he's old. Um, no, but we had a lot of holes to fill, like he said, on, on the offense and defensive line. And uh, one of the guys here, Luke Rader, uh, was one of the guys that was going to have to step up and be a major leader on our, on our line. 
Um, but it was a big it was a big task, and we had some bumps and bruises on along the way. In training camp, we gave some kids some opportunities, uh, and then we had to go a different direction. We brought some younger kids up, and uh, line really solidified after that. So um, it was a great off season. Though we were all involved, all the coaches were involved, and we kids are involved and in going going to camps and things like that. So I think it was kids took the uh, took the burden on their shoulders and said, "Near, we're going to do it again." No matter who we got here, so Dave, were you yeah. noticing the competition early that that has stepped up uh, as far as battling for positions? Yeah, we, we've seen that the last few years. Though this isn't just something that happened because we won a state. We won states, I think, because of that, which has been going on for a while. Now it's um, increased definitely, and even younger guys know that they get a shot. You know, um, and being a merged program, I mean, one of the hurdles you had to come over, uh, and people don't always realize it. I think is you know, realizing that we don't care which school which kid comes from, you know, and uh, the kids have bought in and they know that regardless of their age and stuff, if, if they have the ability, they get the opportunity and they got to make the most of it. Um, like Coach said, you know, we replaced someone on the O-line with a uh, sophomore this year, you know, and he, some bumps and bruises along the way, but that was one of the things that got solidified. And uh, so competition is great. I mean, we, we preach it all the time, and the, the kids have bought in, and it's, it's, it works. It's, it's a good thing to have. It's not something to be afraid of. Is it difficult, you know, because you're dealing, you know, there's three schools here and getting to know up-and-coming kids? Yeah, it's a lot different compared to coaching kids you see every day or you teach. Um, you know, and I think early – I know for me personally, working on those relationships and figuring a kid out, you, you know, because not every kid's the same, you know that. So you've got to figure that out as quick as you can and adjust. And so your relationship with each kid is going to be different. How you can interact with them, how you coach them up, you know, how you deal with some things. I mean, it's it's hard. Well, you really because the one thing about coaching, at least for me, is uh, knowing how I'm going to coach this kid. Because as you said, each one is different. Uh, some they need to be uh, you know pushed. Some you gotta you gotta pull back and. Uh, you know, and, and it's how you interact with them uh, as a coach that could be the difference. That's got a challenge, again, when you're picking from three different schools and kids that you may not be familiar with uh, as they've grown and come in. Well, the help with that, too, is the three of us as coaches have a lot of really good communication. And so if I know something's going on with a player in my building and I know, you know, Coach Payne's, hey, to go, or if I've got a player, you know, that I'm dealing with in my building on – School, uh, a football issue would be better dealt with by these two. So we're very open. To, uh, the, the egos have got to go away. Oh, absolutely. You know, you're talking to Coach before with Merge Pro. The ego, you can't have to really gel, and we've, we've been able to do that. It's you know, it's strange that you bring that up because I had a conversation recently with a, uh, a friend of mine who coaches, and uh, he had to come in after years of being a head coach, now being an assistant coach, and that was such a huge adjustment for him. He had difficulties with it. And, and it can be uh, difficult for us. You're right. It, learning as a coach to put egos aside is huge. Right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to get to know some of the players in studio. You're listening to Inside High School Sports on WGR Sports Radio 550. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back. You're listening to Inside High School Sports. I'm your host, Tony Caligiuri, along with Roger Weiss. And we are also joined by Kyrie Demos of the Niagara Gazette, who has dropped in. He's going to be asking some questions as well. Climber Sherman, Panama State Champions, Coach Harper, Coach Payne, Coach Bottomer in studio talking to you about their great season and a huge congratulations to them. Roger, I'm kind of upset at you. I thought you were going to bring in a, a cheese sausage pepperoni today. I thought you were supposed to bring them in. Last year I bought it in. Oh, no, maybe it was my turn. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of uh, Coach Payne, did I ever tell you, uh, Anthony, that uh, Coach Payne's father was a Kensington grad? Get out of here. I never I never did tell you. I apologize. I should have told you much earlier. Is there anybody that didn't go to Kensington <laughs> besides Nobody me? that counts, right? <clears throat> <clears throat> <laughs> he will always find a connection to Kensington. All right, Coach Harper, uh, let's get to know some of the kids. Who did you bring in today? All right, so from left to right, we've got John Swabick, um, who's kind of a jack-of-all-trades for us, running back, receiver, uh, outside linebacker, defensive back, returns punts, returns kicks, kind of does it all for us. Sells popcorn at halftime. Sells popcorn <laughs> at halftime, you got it. Um Next to him is Lucas Rader, who's a two-way starter for us on the offensive and defensive lines, the team captain for us. Um, next to him is Garrett Hinsdale, who has been our starting quarterback for the last three years. Um, he's also uh, our fill-in punt returner and safety <laughs> if we need him to. Uh, and then you guys already met Coach Payne and Coach Bodemer on the other side of them. All right, let's start with John, uh, jack-of-all-trades, so to speak. First of all, uh, congratulations. If you had to point out one point in the season that may have been a turning point or maybe pointed you in the direction or, or giving you the idea that you guys are going to be able to do it again, what would that be? Um, I think that when we beat Frank Alelicaville uh, the second time we played them, uh, because they were, they were, I think, second in the state after Tioga and I think we kind of just proved to ourselves that our work is paying off and that we could do it. What are some of the things that now, you know, the season's over, you guys are headed to the banquet, you got a lot of younger guys that are going to come up. What are some of the things that you're going to tell them as uh, they come up through the program? Uh, we got big shoes to fill again, and uh, we got to create our own legacy. Uh, I mean... As long as they work hard, we all work hard, we can do it every year. Kyrie? Yeah, just wanted to ask a little bit about that Franklinville matchup. Um, you guys took a loss to them the first time around. You know, What do you think was the biggest difference in being able to um, you know, turn the tide and be able to get a win the second time around? Um, I think the second time we played them, we, we just wanted it more than them, and we were more aggressive. And uh, the first time, we, we kind of got – did you like take them lightly the first time? Yeah, we, we definitely did because we came off like a, a huge win, big win off Silver Creek, and I think we thought we were 
going to just breeze through the season just like we did last year. And it was kind of a wake-up call. So it was so. a great lesson that you guys learned. For and sure. that's the important thing, Coach. They learned. And when you can do that, you're in good shape for sure. I'm guessing that's probably the best thing that happened to you this year. You realize, mm-hmm. hey, we have to play week by week and all that. And uh, you were obviously ready for them at uh, Nerf, uh, formerly Ralph. Uh, very impressive. Very Thank impressive. You. Thank you. What are your plans after high school? Um, I plan on going to college and probably running track or something. Something I don't know, but I still got another year. So. Yeah, he's only a junior, Anthony. So. And I, well, you still start. You think start thinking about it now? Uh, any colleges well, like that, that are interesting? When you were that age, you knew you what you wanted to do for the rest of your I life. I barely knew right? how to tie my shoes. Come on, give Bingo. me a break. I went to Burgard. Uh, <laughs> any colleges like you know that that uh, you're thinking that you might want to go to? Uh, yeah, um, I've been emailing back and forth with quite a few colleges and. Uh, I got a couple of visits scheduled, like with University of Rhode Island and cool. uh, Purdue and all that. Whoa, that's really cool. Remember uh, back in the day when you used to email the colleges back and forth to see what? Uh, yeah, why won't you let me on campus? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I never you understood mean, uh, that. One. Anthony, I was uh, implying there was no email back in that day. No, there wasn't. <laughs> hey, excuse me, Tony. Uh, I think John's being real modest. He uh, won the states in pentathlon last spring, and he also. Competed in California. It was California yeah. at the national decathlon, and uh, came in second nationally. So too cool. Yeah, he's a Off. pretty good athlete. That's so awesome. would that be a concentration in college as uh, a possibility to be at least be a candidate for the Olympics and probably twenty thirty two or something like that. Uh, yeah, I I would love that. That'd that be would great. be wicked. All right, here's one question. It's something I'm going to ask all of you guys. Social media, YouTube, video games, or TV, as far as entertainment goes? Video games. Social media. <laughs> Social media? You're, so you're, what, I'm a what's big, TV? What's I'm, TV? I'm we a, know what it is. I'm discovering you know, with my kids, they would rather be on YouTube then watch something that's on TV. I mean, for my son, unless it's a football game or you know an NFL top 10, 100, or whatever, uh, he... They're watching YouTube. Do any of you guys know what a paid telephone is? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 No, How do you text with stories. this thing? Yeah. <laughs> I, the reason I ask, Walden Pond Park on their building, whatever it is there, the concession stands, ladies' room, men's room, and all that, they actually have one on the wall. And I have been there for softball a few years. Kids actually walk by and look at this thing scratch their head like, what is that monstrosity? So oh, I like when they look at a rotary phone and you're like, how do you call? How do you dial with this thing? How do you text? Yeah, how do you text? <laughs> All right, let's bring in Lucas. Where's Lucas? All right, Lucas. Uh, he knows what a paid phone is. I'm impressed. I've really I heard am. stories. <laughs> <laughs> most gratifying, outside of the championship, most gratifying part of the season? Um, probably beating Franklinville, Ellicottville. I'd have to say. Um, really just that instituted our belief in ourselves and really just brought back our mojo, so to speak. Fair, to, fair to say that that would have been a, a de facto state championship game? Yeah, yeah they, we, you know, we knew how strong they were coming into the, the season, and uh, you know, they, they beat us pretty good in week three. So I, I think these guys wanted it pretty badly at the stadium. How would you describe team chemistry? Um, really good so far. Um, at the beginning, we had a lot of new guys who didn't really know what was going on, but the older guys really 
help them through everything and really help them learn uh, the game a lot better. And that really just led to like, because we've always really been a family. So that's what, uh, where like our strength comes from, I guess you could kind of say. So, Is there anything that you guys did as far as team bonding? You know, I've heard so many times in the past, you know, uh, some teams, they'll, the night before a game, they'll go out and get Chinese food or, or something like that or go, go to the movies. Is there anything that you guys did as far as uh, for team bonding? Uh, yeah, we had a couple team nights. Uh-huh. We went out to some Chinese buffets, some restaurants. Oh, I nailed it on the Chinese food. Oh, yeah. Very popular. Speaking of chemistry, I have to ask for you, uh, the players that have, uh, uh, what do you want to say, play uh, more than one sport, and they're from different schools, what kind of reaction is it when, uh, you know, all of a sudden you go to another school for another sport and uh, your teammate on the football team is on the other side of half court or the volleyball net or whatever? Uh, how, what question. kind of uh, reaction does that uh, entail? Um, I would say... Uh, you know, it's a little bit different. Um, you know, sometimes our emotions can get the uh, best of us. Um, you know, there was a couple incidents last year um, where, you know, we, we were football teammates and, and brothers and uh, get out of the basketball court and uh, you want to kill each other. So, um, Oh, it's great competing against yeah. family and friends. <laughs> and, uh, I'll see you next year during the football <laughs> practices. Yeah. We'll settle it then and there. <laughs> yeah, so um, it's uh, – it's a little bit different, but you know it's it's good competition, and you know we're always family at the end at every every competition that we compete. I was gonna say together. after the game, then you you know it's back right. to hugs and yeah. high fives. Get a cheese uh, sausage and pepperoni right. pizza. Yeah, there you go again with the pizza, Raj. Oh, who's the one that originated it, well, Anthony? Your fault. Who's the one that originated it, Anthony? I did. Fess up, Kyrie. Um, just wanted to ask you, you know. Being it, being the quarterback of the team the last couple of years, you know, especially from last year to this year, what do you think was the biggest difference um, that you saw from the two teams, and also to just being able to, um, you know, affect the game so much, obviously, um, as the quarterback, you know, what did you, what type of onus did you take on yourself going into your senior season? Um, so for your first question, I would say um, last year we kind of had we were stacked. Last year, you know, we had a, we had a ton of athletes coming in. You know, our, we had athletes on the offensive line who could have played. You know, outside linebacker who, you know, we had but we had better athletes at outside linebacker. You know, we we just had athletes all over the place. Um, you know, we kind of just like breezed through the season. We really didn't have the, uh, a close game. Our closest game was twenty five to twenty against Maple Grove. Um, so uh, week six. So that wasn't even towards the end of the season. Um, you know, we just kind of blew everybody out of the water. Um, and this year, you know, we had to work a little bit harder. Um, you know, after that week three loss, um, we kind of had to had to look at ourselves in the mirror and say, you know, what do we have to do to get this done? Um, and, you know, we we uh, worked hard every week. Um, we, we really focused on beating FE at, at New Era. And then, you know, we, we I really thought that we could do it um, after we beat Tioga. Um, you know, we were down 17 to 13 or uh, 27 to 13, excuse me, um, at halftime. And, you know, there's people in the locker room crying. And, and you know, we, we just had to build ourselves, um, build ourselves up. And, uh, you know, we got that, that, that done. And I knew that we could, we could, we could do it at the Dome. And to your second question, um, you know, I'd say going into my senior season, you know, I felt like I had to be more of a leader this year um, than I did last year because, you know, we had, we had leaders um, all on the field. Um, last year uh you know with Derek Eklund and Michael Beeman and you know Elliot Jackson on the line so um I think this year you know we had you had Cam Barmore and you had John and and that was about it you know and you had Lou Raider and you had to 
you had to build those younger guys up, and that's really what was the hardest task for me as as a leader and for the rest of the guys um, was to build those younger guys up when they didn't have any experience at the varsity level. I want to go back to uh, Lucas here before we come back to Derek. One of the most important parts or aspects of, of football is training. Mm-hmm. How was the numbers going into the weight room for the off season? Because um, in my opinion, if you're not hitting the weight room, you're not winning football yeah, games. No, uh-uh. yeah, it comes a lot physically. Um, Coach Payne actually has because we have this uh, competition going between the three schools of who gets the most off season. And Coach Payne always wins it, which sucks. But, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, we have a lot of uh, what I've seen over the past two years, a lot more kids have gotten uh, the off season and have taken it as serious as it really should be taken. Because, I mean, in my experience, everything that you do in the off season, it really coincides with what you do during the season. Because, I mean, that strength training that is fundamental if you're like a lineman like myself or a running uh, whatever you are athlete, jack athlete. of all trades <laughs> yeah so that's really important now do you think that that's going to set the tone for the younger kids coming up that seeing how hard you worked in the weight room mm-hmm. and guys ahead of you yeah. that that yeah we need to do this yeah. this is this is part of our life this is part of growing CSP football mm-hmm. yeah i hope so i hope that they can't just come in here and think that the mentality is all that they have. I mean, it is, but really that physical aspect of it is really important. And I hope that me working out and everybody else working out really helps uh, institute that belief in them. What are your plans after high school? Uh, hopefully go to college, uh, go for cybersecurity. Somewhere. Ooh, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. Great all right. Field. Now I have to ask you, social media, YouTube, video games, or television? Uh, video games. Video games? What do you like? Everything. Fortnite? No. Okay. Not oh, everything. No? Not yeah. everything. Madden? Oh. Uh, no, not really, actually. <laughs> really? Call of Duty, though. Okay. I, I, I haven't tried that one. Oh, you should. It's All very, right. very fun. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more with Derek and the coaches. We have Climber Sherman, Panama in studio, state champions. Uh, awesome experience having you guys in here today. Don't forget Sports Talk Saturday follows us at 11. We'll be back with more. You're listening to Inside High School Sports on WGR Sports Radio 550. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We're 
back. One last segment of Inside High School Sports. Then Sports Talk Saturday follows us at 11. Kyrie, did you have a question uh, before we get called? And I have to correct. I've been calling uh, Garrett Derrick. I still have fluid behind my eardrums from this uh, from battling pneumonia. So my apologies, my friend. I am so sorry. Go ahead, T. Um, yeah, so, you know, I really wanted to ask you guys, um, you know, obviously the last two years you guys have been on great runs. Um, you know, obviously the championships are probably the most memorable, but, you know, what are some of those mo- memorable moments from the seasons um, that stuck out to you guys, even if it's, you know, you know, one time in the locker room, someone joking around, things like that, just so those kind of moments. Um, you know, I would say one of my favorite moments um, would be when uh, we were down at Tioga this year, um, and we, um, you know, we had guys in the locker room that uh, kind of were emotionally unstable at that point. <laughs> um, Seems like the PG answer yeah. there. Um, and so, you know, us leaders, we had to just calm everybody down and just tell everybody, you know, you know, we can do this thing. You know, we have the, we have the pieces um, to the puzzle that we can, you know, we can, we can execute this and get this done. And then my my second favorite moment, um, both both years um, was the bus ride home uh, from states. Okay. Um, I won't go much further into that, um, but you know, Coach Harper has some incredible dance moves. Let's just say that. <laughs> go, Coach. In a nutshell, could you guys describe what exactly that ritual, whatever it is, that post game? Chant. <clears throat> yeah, we 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 sing the bear one over the mountain, and uh, we got that from. Well, I got that from a clinic when I was coaching in Panama, and uh, Tom Herman coaches at uh, Mercyhurst University. He's a line coach. Uh, he was he was a great crazy guy. Love 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 going to camp just to see him. But yeah, he taught us that uh, bear one over the mountain chant, and uh, then they have a little uh, wing tee kind of celebration after that. So you know, Randolph came in and they always beat us and sang, you know, we are the Cardinals and all that song. So I wanted to have a song too when when we won. So yeah, it just happened like that. And then we got we got all got together and. Uh, I just said, hey, we're going to sing after the after this game because a lot of our players sung that song, and uh, he just let me do it, and we just keep doing it all the time now. Garrett, let me ask you this. Uh, you know, being in three different schools, actually, let me th- throw this out for all of you guys. Do you find yourselves recruiting while you're in school? You know, maybe you see somebody in, in school, like, oh, you know, look at the size of this one. Hey, you ought to be playing football. Do you guys find yourselves in that situation? Uh, yeah, actually. Um, some kids in Sherman are uh, very large human beings. So, <laughs> so Tom about it, they're, too. They're very good at – they would be very good at football, and I'm trying to get them to get in the weight room and start, uh, you know, working hard so that they can play next year and be very well. Ask, ask Lucas Rader if he was recruited because, I mean, he's a guy that we kind of had to work on a little bit when he was younger. John Swabick was running cross country, and mm-hmm. Lucas was – not not playing football, and you know we we try and get the best guys out for for the football program. So I think it's I think it's extremely important. I think that is one of the most important things you do as a coach is recruit your hallways and get the best athletes playing football. Absolutely, I'm still trying to recruit. In fact, if you want to play for my Viper team next year, <laughs> NFJFC.com, we could use some players. Feel free to sign up. I'd love to coach you. Uh, what was I mean? What was the selling point for you? Uh. <laughs> I don't know. We won two state championships. I mean, that should be enough. But 
now really just talk to him about how important football's been personally to me and uh i think that it can really i mean it really makes a deep impact on people's lives. Well, you guys certainly have the bling now to show you know walk around the hallways <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. look at all this metal on my finger you yeah. can get one too well i would say uh you know if i was if i was going to tell a kid you know you should come out for football i would tell them you know the brotherhood that you um are about to join is something that you won't ever forget even when you're you know no offense to anybody in this room, but when you're your guys' age, you know, you never forget your high school, you know, your high school football team. You don't. I never forget my night, my first year in Little League right, in 1974. Exactly. I'm so, still friends with those guys. Right, so you don't, you know, the brotherhood that you're about to join, um, you know, is something that you won't ever forget. And that's really the, the main thing that Absolutely. I, tell, I tell kids. The memories that you cherish. And, it, and I tell my son that all the time. The guys that you've met, you know, in Little League are guys that you're going to be talking to for the next 40, 50 years. I know it hurt for Franklinville when they lost the game at the Nerf and all that. Mm -hmm. And it takes a while, but 25 years from now, you're going to run into them guys, and they're going to say they were so proud to be part of that football game. Mm -hmm. And it's like that on both sides of the wall. Mm -hmm. The emphasis being, when you get that far, there's no such thing as losers. There's a winner, and there's a runner-up. Mm -hmm. And... You know, when you go continue with your athletic careers and all that, always keep that in mind. If you reach that level, say you only finish second in the pentathlon or decathlon instead of first, you're not a loser. You're the runner-up. At your age right now, it's hard to uh, accept that. You will understand that when you get to be, what, 40 years younger than I am now, which is quite a bit away for you guys to get there. <laughs> Believe me when I tell you. Well, when you talk about memories, then when you get older, you'll have young coaches like Coach Harper saying, I remember you talking about me when I played high school. So thanks a lot, Coach. I really appreciate I that. I do remember that. He <laughs> <laughs> oh, told me that last year, and I cracked up laughing. All right, Garrett, for you, plans after high school? Um, I want to go play uh, Division three college football. Um, at you know, I have multiple schools um, that are that are interested in me, um, but I would like to go play um, at the next level, and then uh, I would like to man uh, major in uh, sports management. Um, you know, work on the you know, I want to be in pro football, um, but not just on the playing side. I would like to be on the business side. You know, uh, deal with you know marketing and and uh, players and, and contracts and stuff like that. I remember I used to engineer uh, live broadcasts. We had, uh, you know, at, at the time, WBEN had one-on-one -on -one sports. And we had the John Butler Show, former general manager, got rest his soul, of the Buffalo Bills. We're talking back in the heyday of the Super Bowls. Mm -hmm. And I told him I wanted to get into scouting. His advice to me was start coaching, mm -hmm. and that's when I started coaching youth football. So yeah. you're headed in the right yeah, direction. Yeah, I'd like to come back like to whatever school I go to, be a GA, and you know, uh, get on the coaching staff there and then work my way up from there. All right. Uh, social media, YouTube, video games, or television? Uh, I'd say video games. Uh, the only television I really watch is ESPN and, and if the Bills or Sabres are on. Um, but I play a lot of, you know, Madden. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm, I'm kind of a Star Wars nerd, so I play a lot of Star oh, Wars. Oh, yeah. Wars. Wars. I got to go see it. But have you seen it yet? Yes, I've seen it. All right. It. Don't, yes. don't I, say I anything. I can't wait. Yeah. Raj. Tony, I want to digress for a moment. I should have done allowed? it under uh, news and notes and all that. I just want to say uh, I was deeply saddened about the passing of uh, former Buffalo Bill, Albert 
to Benyon. Golden uh, Wheels. Golden Wheels. My God, he was the original hero on that team. One of my dad's favorite players, and I remember as a little kid, that's all I would hear about was Golden Wheels to Benyon. He had bad hands that first year, and he worked on them. I mean, if you saw the notice in the paper, I think he has the fourth highest all-time average yards per catch in a season, uh, probably in 1963, maybe 64, but... uh, uh, yeah, uh, they John Green was a backup quarterback, and he said his hands aren't very good, but this man has some golden wheels because he could pick them up and lay them down with the best of them. Coach Harper, uh, Coach uh, Bottomer, Coach Payne, thank you guys for bringing the players in. Congratulations once again on a, a fantastic season. State champions once again. Back to work uh, pretty soon on next year. Thanks for having us. Go Wolfpack. There you go. All right, uh, Sports Talk Saturday is up next. Thank you for listening. Have a happy new year, everyone. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.